Sabadi Carpen, welcome to another episode for the Funkit Pod and for or two media prof reacts to two things. Number one, being sick. So I, I apologize for any sniffs and sneezes and whatnot in between. And two, of course, WrestleMania. WrestleMania just happened and I purposefully waited with this video for the raw after WrestleMania as well to just include all those milestone events into one well actually in two podcasts so let's start off with wrestlemania though of course and as you know if you follow my channel before um i don't review the matches one by one i'm not dave Meltzer. you have dave Meltzer for that oh seven stars um i try to look at it like a media prof right like like i'm looking at, at like the storytelling for example and um like how Maybe even they produced it sometimes. So the WrestleMania, there's not that much to, to talk about because WrestleMania, I mean, they, they should be on point. Um, at Raw, there were a few a few things to maybe um, smoothen over, but focusing on WrestleMania first, right? And so when we look at and yes, if you're watching this as a video, um, I do have notes because well, it's been like seven thousand matches, so um, we have to we have to look at all those, of course. So um, when we started, uh, we started with um, Austin Theory versus John Cena on Saturday, and yes, yeah, so again, I'm not reviewing all the matches, but from a storytelling point of view, and also from like just a structural point of view for how do you structure um, the whole event on, on, on Saturday, right? It was the best, of course, to have it start off. Uh, Cena knows that he can't go as hard anymore, probably, as at least for right now. So it was smart. It was the most boring match of the day. Um, half it first. The crowd is happy to hear the Cena music, which is great, right? Like, yeah, that, that like evokes some emotions and then you forgive him for having like a bland match. It was not a special WrestleMania match. They didn't try anything crazy. Um, it was kind of, kind of, yeah, bland. It could have, could have been like on any Raw, any SmackDown, if you're honest. And it didn't really further any story that much i mean there was there wasn't much build anyways the build was john cena saying you're not ready kid and i'm gonna show you and austin theory said he's ready and then of course typical like right cena match like the bad guy taps out but the ref doesn't see it and low blow and so on so yeah cena has i know some material ammunition if he wants to come back but i mean we all know that he's like more hollywood than anything so I don't expect um, to see much or much more to come out of this. In Raw, after Mania, we saw Theory coming out challenging Rey Mysterio. Booyaka, booyaka. Um, so now maybe Theory is taking on the role as the, the new legend killer. Um, like he talked about adding another name to the list. And he did. So fair enough. So maybe, maybe that's um, what he's doing now. And the cool thing, I think, is... He embraces the heel role, like, well-ish now. Like, he really got the people hating on him. And if you're a heel, that's what you want, right? So from a storytelling point of view, I think the story with John Cena was just like a throwaway story. It's more about, like, building the character of Austin Theory. And they're doing a good job um, with that right now. And now he added Rey Mysterio to the list. Um, I don't know who he goes after next. I mean, there's Edge, but... Edge might be like further down the road. So let's see what other legend he can find in, in the meantime. Maybe Lita. Okay, uh, <laughs> we had this. Then um, we had the WrestleMania showcase with the the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy and Braun Strowman. Alpha Academy are just awesome. Um, like Also on the mics, the fantastic um, 
the, in the promos, the, the ad reads are fantastic with, 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 with them. They, they showed they need a better push or more of a push. Or I don't know. Um, Chad Gable is amazing. Um, storytelling wise of course it's just like lots of high spots high fly street profits picking up the victory so that they stay in the main event picture or in the title hunt picture obviously on Raw after main event they then challenged um, uh, Sami Zayn Kevin Owens for the titles lost but like just to establish themselves as like hey we're the next big player in the division again storytelling wise there wasn't much or many stories to be told in the showcase on like a like a four-team um, matchup, but with the Street Profits being the winners and then moving on and saying like, hey, hey, we won and uh, I killed Braun Strowman, <laughs> I mean, or derailed him. Um, that gives them some momentum. So that makes sense that they're now in the in the title picture to some extent. We had Seth, I'm not going to say it, Rollins, <laughs> versus Logan Paul. As expected, the show stealer, I, I hate Logan Paul for being so good at that. It, it's annoying. <laughs> the intro was lame. Um, I mean, the zipline was kind of fun until you realize it took forever. And Logan Paul, apparently, interestingly enough, doesn't seem to be very good at like talking off the cuff. Like what he said, like, oh, I got a zipline for my birthday. What? <laughs> like usually he has, like, he has good promos and stuff, but maybe that's when he has more time to think about it. Um, that what he what he like said while he was on the zip line was a bit weird. The match itself was fantastic. Um, Rollins, Paul, they have great chemistry. Um, some ridiculously athletic stuff that, that especially then Logan Paul did again. It was amazing. Um, Storytelling wise, um, you can say Logan Paul can hang with Seth Rollins. Um, <laughs> he can blame KSI for it. Um, if he wants to, uh, but yeah, that who the question is like, when will Logan Paul be back? Is he only gonna wrestle the big shows because he wasn't at the Raw after Mania, for example, right? So he's only wrestling the big shows. Oh, it's a big show. Um, then it's hard to tell a story rather than hey, I'm here again, I'm the big star. <sighs> so he's so good, he should be like. Should have a bigger spot on the roster, but maybe he doesn't want to. Seth Rollins right back in the main title picture, obviously, if he wants to insert himself. And I do assume that's the plan, to be honest. Um, he tweeted something, like, don't forget who's the real one, because he lost to Roman once, but via DQ. Um, so he's the only more or less main event player who hasn't really lost to Roman. So I would assume that there's another push coming there uh, at some point. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he, he is obviously really, really good. We had Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita versus Damage Control, which was a bit, I don't want to say lame, but, I mean, Lita doesn't move well, unfortunately. I mean, she's at a certain age. You can't expect that much, of course, but um, that was tough. Damage Control, um, yeah. the story, I mean, it's also... Worth to be noted that apparently, like Bailey's contract might be up soon, if if, if I understood it correctly. So um, maybe she's not going to be there much longer. Who knows? Um, yeah, the story wasn't really, really well told. There, but more like a, a Trish Stratus showcase with like her head scissors and stuff. It doesn't really further anything besides just um, well, damage control probably falling apart now. We had Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, best match that Dominic ever had so far. Um, Booyaka, Booyaka, 619. Um, 
Bad Bunny's interference taking away the, the chain was nice. Um, also then came to full full circle and the Raw after Mania when Bad Bunny was in the audience again and then Dominic hit him, Bad Bunny hit him back and then um, Bad Bunny got really taken out by Damien Priest with a choke slam through the table. Like Bad Bunny, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm becoming a fan of Bad Bunny. Like, I mean, a super big celebrity taking those bumps, that's kind of crazy. Um, he really is is really into it. Like, respect to Bad Bunny. Um, Storytelling-wise, I mean, yeah, that's not it. Like, I mean, Rey Mysterio now beat Dominic. Dominic gonna be out for vengeance, obviously. Um, they're gonna run this for another six months. He attacked him, like, after Rey Mysterio lost to Austin Theory. Dominic attacked Rey in the ring again, um, um, laid him out. So that's not over, obviously. We're gonna see more of that until probably SummerSlam or something, and, and then maybe we get the passing of the torch there. Uh, let's see, but yeah, so that story continues, which is fine. It's not like the the audience was really into it. Um, so yeah, go milk it a little bit more. That, that's totally fine. SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defeated Charlotte Flair. Lots of people liked that match a lot. Um, I, I did like the second half of it, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, the first half wasn't that great, in my opinion. Um, but it was, a, I mean, again, not, um, not judging the matches here, judging the story, and the story makes sense. You had to pull the trigger on Rhea Ripley now. She was red hot coming into the whole thing. So that was, um, yeah, well done. So all like all hail the new queen. What also many people mentioned, like from a storytelling point of view and from a, yeah, yeah, storytelling point of view, actually, like at the end when Rhea Ripley holds up the title and then the camera goes to Charlotte Flair like several times on her face and she's like, yeah, good good one, kid, you got me there. Um, I think with Caldaholic, I heard they, they, they're mentioning that as well. So that from a storytelling point of view, it's like, why do you focus on Charlotte Flair so much? It's like, yeah, you got me, you got me, but I'll get you back. I'll let you have it now. Like she's, ah, Charlotte Flair is just not good at acting, unfortunately, never been. I hate it. She's great at like athletic stuff, but... She's not good at telling a story and like with her face. I'm sorry. Um, we had Pat McAfee defeating the Miz. That was of course a throwaway, so there's not not much story there. The Miz got defeated by Snoop Dogg later by Shane McMahon. No, not by Shane, but um, Snoop Dogg um, acting on the fly with with help from the referee. The referee called like um, for the people's elbow, which was great um, when Shane got hurt. So that was smart. Um, but the Miz, and then the Miz got beat up by. Um, but he gets beat up by everybody right now, and then he got beat up by um, the returning Matt Riddle, the Raw after Mania. So um, there's no story there. There's ju- Miss is just there to put people over right now, and he does so very, very, very well. Um, the Miss, the Miss is awesome. Um, the matches were not awesome, but I mean, the Miss is just there to make others look good, and he does it very well, I think. Okay, tag team championship match: KO, Sami Zayn, Usos. Great match. Again, not reviewing the match. Great match. The storytelling was perfection, though. They, we all knew they're going to win. Yet, they had us believe maybe the Usos retain. Like, when they were beating up on Sammy and, 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 uh, and he was out and they super kicked him like a thousand times. Like, okay, that's it. Now. And then they hit the 1D. Like, oh, God. That was fantastic. I'm... I'm old enough not to freak out about stuff like this, but I was at the edge of my seat and I was, maybe I was screaming a little bit when he kicked out and when they then actually hit the finishing combo. Um, so that was, that was just storytelling perfection. It's not over. Um, I think the Usos are going to now um, re-enter or reinsert themselves to at some point. Maybe there's some 
uh, something happening with Roman, also based on what happened on, on, on the Raw after Mania, that he sent them away, for example. Um, so there might be some tension there. Maybe they're going to also break slowly with Solo. Maybe it's going to be Solo and Roman versus Usos for, for a little bit, for example. Um, but yeah, let, let, let's see about that. I mean, the, the match was great. Uh, the Usos maybe take a step back now for, um, for, for a few other challengers. But I mean, they're never, they're never, they're never going to be far away. So um, yeah, that's, that's going to be... Very interesting. I want. I wanted to say, but then I thought about Raw while I'm saying this. I thought about Raw, and then Raw was just weird. But more on this in just a moment, right? Then we had uh, the Sunday Sunday ratings, and I, I had it on Twitter, and I I, I shared it on Twitter. I said Saturday felt like Triple H booked it, and Sunday felt like Vince McMahon booked it. Because um, then, I mean, we had Brock versus Omos. Zero build-up. I mean, almost zero build-up. Yes, they had some build-up, but let's be honest, there's no big story there. There's no big story coming out of that. Yes, he F5'd almost. Congratulations. We had Women's WrestleMania showcase match, which was just... Uh, uh. We had the Intercontinental Champion Gunther, Kesterin General, defeating Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. That was a good match, and great storytelling how then Drew McIntyre interferes with Sheamus's a cover attempt for example that was great so the storytelling here on point one more time and in the end Gunther comes in to just um, powerbomb both of them well done well done and G Gunther is I wasn't a fan of his when he was Walter necessarily because um, I wasn't a, I'm not a big fan of like the old school wrestling so I just slap each other but the way not he slaps but the way the way he tells a story in the ring is really compelling. Like everything, I think Corey Graves said it like in kayfabe, but he said like, everything he does has a, has meaning. And I agree. Like everything, every way, every, I know, every way he moves, his facial expressions, everything has a meaning. So that's fantastic. So Gunther is great at telling stories. Um, Seamus and Drew McIntyre were also great at that. Um, like the, the, the disbelief in Seamus's face, fantastic. Um, so that was great. Story that comes out of that is that Gunther is apparently not going to the main event picture anytime soon because he's still got the IC title now. Surprise. Um, Drew might be gone. We're not sure. So Seamus has to keep trying. I don't know. Maybe it's like now Seamus versus Drew if Drew sticks around for a little bit. We had Bianca Belair versus Asuka. How can you not have Asuka be the champ now? I, maybe they just want to get rid of her now for whatever reason. I'm, I will never... No, maybe that's wrong. I'm not a fan of Bianca Belair right now. Like, yeah, she's very athletic. Um, but I think her storytelling in the ring as well as on the mic or as well as the facial expressions is just not great. Like she's 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 Charlotte Flair, just in a different form. Another fan of Bianca Belair, unfortunately. Um, the match was okay for what it was, but the story would have been cool if Asuka would have won because now Asuka said maybe she has to go back to Japan. Like who knows? Maybe they're giving her a new deal. I don't know. Um, but why not pull the trigger now? Especially given like how the the main event ended. So why not have a new champion here? That was a bit, um, uh, apolog apologies, that was a bit weird in my opinion. Um, then we had the Snoop Dogg thingy, smart um, thinking on the fly by, by Snoop Dogg missing the ref after Shane got, got hurt, so it was good. Um, Helen Cell Edge was a Finn Balor. Um, didn't like it at all, to be honest. Like, brute Edge, but no brute music, no brute outfit, like, ha, huh? just a brute name. 
No Interference at All by Judgment Day. The, that medical thingy, uh, okay, but not their fault, but still, like, uh, I, the story here was not told to fruition, in my opinion. And, like, an easy, an easy con concerto to, to finish off the demon, seriously. After the demon uh, no-sold everything up until the, the letter throw. Uh, uh, I'm not sure, not a big fan of how this ended, to, to, to be honest. There should have been, like, something bigger, I, I think, to, to put the demon to rest. Like, there should have been, like, a bigger spot. But maybe he was really, like, not feeling it. But Triple H said he was okay, but, of course, he has to say that. So maybe they just had to finish that match, like, quick, quickly-ish. Um, to make sure that Finn gets out there okay, which is fair, I guess. Um, just like unfortunate, I think, how, the, how that ended. I would have liked to see a few interferences in this match because it would have made, made sense if like, if like the Judgment Day comes out and then maybe maybe Christian and Gangrel were there. That would have been cool to see, for example. There was a chance, I think, to do that. And then we had the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns defeating Cody Rhodes. Great match. No, let me. No, not a, a good match, but a typical WWE match. Like they are all at WWE matches. That's wrong to say. More like a wins match. Like very, very slow build, and then just lots of back and forth and counters and like very cliche baby faces. Then for for Cody, but it's fine because in like while I didn't like the first ten minutes or so, in the end I was invested. So good job there. Um, And we all thought, we knew that Cody was going to win. And also, I think from a storytelling point of view, it would have made sense to have Cody win. Now, that Roman won was a swerve. It was good. But if you think further, who will be the guy that Roman's going to feud with now? And then taking into consideration what happened at the Raw after Mania, even more so. So... The positives are, A, it was a swerve. So, hey, I didn't expect it. Okay. Uh -huh. You can't have happy endings all the time. Fair enough. Um, the best job in telling the stories. Uh, because, like, what's next now for... Uh, for let, me, let me say the positive things first. When Roman came out at the Raw after Mania, it was so loud. The people hate him. Oh, great job. Great job generating more heat there. It was fantastic. But what's next for, for each of them? Like, who is Roman going to feud with? With any of the Usos? Nah. Seth Rollins? But then you have to start telling, building that story now again. What's happening with Cody? Cody? Cody wanted a rematch, and then Roman says no, and then Cody's like, okay, if I don't get a rematch, how about we have a tag team match? Like, you're going from fulfilling your dad's dream To, well, I'm just going to have a tag team match with a random guy with you. What? There was weak-ass storytelling. And then Brock Lesnar coming out was kind of fun for a moment. But then Brock Lesnar F5-ing Cody before the match starts. Yes, another swerve. Great. But so now you have Brock Lesnar feuding with Cody. Brock Lesnar going to be like, you took everything I worked for. <laughs> Nate Diaz. Um, and then... So we have Cody and Brock until, so that Cody has to work his way back to Roman. And who's Roman going to feud with now? <sighs> so night one of WrestleMania was fantastic. Great matches, great storytelling. In night two, it went down 
in my opinion, the Raw after WrestleMania was a bit disappointing. No big uh, reveals, returns, or anything. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing, in my opinion. But hey, let me know what you think. Like, did you like all the stories that have been told? WrestleMania, the Raw after Mania. Did I miss something? You think, hey, you didn't get that story. It was actually completely different. You should have paid more attention to that. Let me know uh, your thoughts. Shout out in the comments. Shout out social media at Funkitpod. Funkitpod at gmail.com. I'm gonna go cough and sneeze now and we talk soon. Don't forget to always um, kick out a two, of course. Sorry, cut. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.